0: Hi, John. How are you? I'm Merlin. <clears throat> John Roderick, how's your day? <laughs>
1: Merlin, man.
0: Oh, man, my nose. My, I've got like a perfect storm of nose right now. I'm trying not to a- sniff. I hear myself sniffing because of the allergies, and now on top of it, I sound kind of like a drive-time DJ, don't I?
1: Oh, listen to you. Yeah, you, you're all uh, Sophia Loren.
0: That's yeah, about uh, eight minutes before the hour of seven. Hmm. Here on Q 107
1: Oh boy! I, I, you know, I turned up my my headphones and now I'm I'm racing over here to turn them down.
0: Uh, I understand completely. <laughs> it's, it's gonna go it's, do some deep cuts.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Uriah Heap.
1: Boy, this, Uriah I like Heap.
0: I like this. See, Uriah Heap's one of those bands like um ding 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 ding. Who's the Dutch guys? Uh, Gold earring. Golden Golden earring. Golden earring. Mm-hmm. Is that like the difference between antique and antiqued?
1: No, there's a there's a much greater difference between antique and antiqued. What, what about golden? Isn't that like saying chocolatey?
0: It's a, it's a weasel word. They call it in, in Dutch. Or is that right? A weasel word? Here's the, a weasel. No, don't make fun. Don't, you see, you're already <laughs> ping pong. We're like 30 seconds in. Well, uh, man, I sound... I, no, do, what is about it just golden me or do I flumper? sound really good? You do sound
1: good. Damn, I, I, you know what? I'm here, gonna, here's the thing, I'm gonna, John. <laughs> I'm going to stick some phlegm up in my nose like so I can get some. Oh, I'll, I'll write that
0: down. I definitely want to uh, come back to the phlegm because I got a new pen, got some new cards. Phlegm. That's what. <laughs> I noticed you. Uh, you were helping someone on Twitter by explaining that phlegmatic does not involve phlegm.
1: Well, yeah. See, I want people to understand um, that. Um, well, you know the. The thing I really want people to understand have you been sleeping be honest I, I have i slept a little uh, i uh, I want people to understand that Google's their friend and that if they if they don't understand something that they can look look things up oh John John, that should just be my bio
0: like i, I have to tell this to my family and everybody like i Descartes what what's Descartes? Yeah. I'm like, I have I want, never I said anything. Down. I've never said anything, including, including copying right-to-left Hebrew words. I've never said anything on Twitter that you, that you couldn't Google.
1: Yeah, right. Well, there's nothing you can't Google. But, I mean, when I was, uh, when I was born, my parents bought a set of encyclopedias for the year that I was born. Mm-hmm. Right? 1968. It was a tumultuous year for uh, encyclopedias. It was a big year. I was born during the Johnson administration, mm. the waning days of when America was great. You were born during the waning Johnsons. I was. During, I was born at the very tail end of the Johnsons. <laughs> we got to talk about his pants and his balls. And, uh, I'll Write that down. When I was a kid, well, that was that was one of the things that you did on a Saturday afternoon, or at least one of the things I did. No one did it with me, but you you would sit Indian style in front of the encyclopedias and pull them out and. Go on a, a, a you know a a, a little uh, a chase through uh-huh. the books, right? You you start reading something, and then you find something you don't understand, and you pull another book out and f- figure out what the thing was that you didn't understand in the last entry. So pretty soon you've got ten encyclopedias all open to different pages. Like who didn't do that? That was a that was a thing in the '60s and '70s that. I mean, that was what encyclopedias were for
0: before. It, before Edgar Rice Burroughs and Transformers, I think this is. You talked to your your pal Hodgman about this. I'm telling you, every nerd started out doing exactly that. Yeah. thin bones <laughs> and uh, asthma. You're, you're yeah. just going to sit there, and you're like, you're going to go, oh.
1: Other kids were were th- th- throwing the balls. baseballs or something, mm-hmm. and and uh, and there was nothing I liked better than a rainy afternoon <laughs> sitting in front of the. In front of the books. What were, you, so, what were
0: you wearing? Did you have a special outfit at that time? I did.
1: What? I had a, I did, I had a <laughs> pair of orange <laughs> denim jeans and a shirt, not coincidentally, or, or probably coincidentally, a, um, a baseball shirt that had. Do you remember when they, when they first developed the technology where they could photo, they could print a photo on a t shirt? That was huge. I'm not talking about an iron on, I'm talking about that, that printed photo. In right. the fabric somehow, and it was a photo of a baseball game, <laughs> but the sleeves were also orange, so it was a matching kind of fo- a photo of a baseball game. Oh, yeah, so some guy hitting a hitting a baseball out of the park. It wasn't stylized. No, it was a photograph. Hmm.
0: And it was that's like the, that's like the sartorial version of Gutenberg. That's huge. What a leap forward! Before that, everything we were just doing doing fucking hieroglyphics on mm-hmm. our clothes.
1: Well, that changed everything. People were sewing letters on. People were sewing like. Little fabric letters that said "King tuck King Tut's Hurricanes" or whatever. Hmm.
0: I was huge. I was huge. I don't want to derail this, but I was huge on the iron-on shirt with my name on the shoulders. I was really oh
1: sure because you had a killer name. I I can't yeah. imagine being an eight-year-old kid with the name Merlin. Merle. I was Merle back then. Oh so, no. Yeah. Oh yeah. Merle well yeah hey man, this, this is blowing my mind the front, now, the
0: front would be that famous shot you know that's awesome like when star wars first came out uh, to me this is still star wars in my head to me in my head star wars is like the millennium falcon in the movie and it's those f- a few a handful of pictures that you saw everywhere right and remember it had star wars at, at like a 45 degree angle and then there was a black and white border around it in the middle there was a picture of chewie and han solo with blasters you know what I mean? Do you remember well, these? It's it's the a- one where
1: where Han is? Han's got the blaster and he's and he's kind of he's holding Princess Leia behind him as he shoots down. That the, sounds kind of hot. Oh, that's what I'm saying. That was probably the hottest thing I could. think I, of I had
0: that with my name Merle on the back, and I believe my age being ten. Uh, I always had my a- age. Merle ten. <laughs> Let the Wookiee win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to derail you. So you were no, no, reading, no, no, you're, you're you're reading the my encyclopedia in orange pants. Do you, think, do you pants? think that
1: Merle Haggard's real name is Merlin?
0: I don't. I think that's... I th- is, is he from Bakersfield? Is that correct?
1: No, Merle Haggard is from...
0: You sure? I don't, I don't know if any place we could Google that, but my sense is now yeah. Buck Owens is he actually from Bakersfield
1: uh buck owens is pretty well associated with Bakersfield. Well, so is merle
0: haggard he's like number two after uh i'm sorry not number two that's not that's not right that with uh, don uh, help me out don uh oh my god john i think my snot's moving down who's, no, who's, the, haggard... uh, who's the guitar player on the high harmony and the buckaroos the dude who wrote, wrote the songs died in the motorcycle crash ruined uh buck's life don
1: oh god i'm breaking my rule uh, oh what's his name but i think merle haggard is from oklahoma
0: are you not familiar with the Buckaroos? Are you, are you not familiar with Buck Owens? Are you just, just kind of like, blah, 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 are you doing like some kind of wait, wait, don't tell me thing where you're just acting like you know what I'm talking about?
1: <laughs> yes, I am. I, I am familiar with Buck Owens and the Buckaroos, <laughs> but the, uh, the Buckaroos. T- oh, God, a tiger by the tail. <laughs> the Buckaroos are just some guys in some suits oh behind God. Buck Owens. I don't know. I don't know. Individual Buckaroos. That's like saying Peter Chris is just a drunk with some pearl drums. Actually, Chris it's a lot is like
0: that. He's barely, barely just a drunk. I don't know why Trump. they would put him on a stool. They would put him on a stool with
1: no arms or
0: back. It just seems like a terrible idea.
1: Peter Chris was just in that band for the interview sessions because he was. You ever so seen the Tom particular. Snyder? You ever seen the Tom Snyder interview? You know, here is my thing with Kiss. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> Kiss. I I oh, devoted I devoted some small amount of my attention to Kiss in nineteen seventy seven and 19, probably 77 was the uh, 76 77 they'd there already jumped
0: some, the shark by then this is, post, this is post this is post destroyer this is when they were already on the way down i was 8
1: there was some part of me that 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 had one eye on kiss because it seemed like maybe that's the direction that being a that being an adult was going to take.
0: You know? I just want to. Be, I just, I'm sorry, Don. I don't want to. I don't take you off the path. I just <laughs> want to clear. At the age of nine, you had a, a meta reaction to Kiss that involved keeping an eye on them for their cultural
1: their a, cultural relevance. I had to keep an eye on them, but I had another eye on Queen. That's you a, didn't know which way it was going to go, and I think okay. it went. I think I was right to follow Queen. Absolutely. But from that time, from '77, I have not given one flying fuck about Kiss. And when KISS came back in 1990-whatever, and all my peers were like, and they pulled out all their KISS army patches, and they started waxing, you know, philosophical about how important KISS was, I absolutely would not cross the street to save KISS from a fire.
0: Hmm.
1: And 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 that was probably a fire that was
0: started by Gene Simmons spinning.
1: It was was a fire that KISS intentionally started Mm -hmm. to get my attention, and I would... I would not watch I would not if I had a cup of water I would not walk over and throw it on the fire that was burning Kiss.
0: I don't want to do anything to to stop you from helping people about Kiss. I just would like to have two literally two bullets on this that I think you should at least consider. I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm not trying to change anything. Mm-hmm. Uh number 1 twin guitar attack, number 2 in it for the money.
1: Two things. Twin guitar attack. Have uh, tell t- 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 tell me seriously right now that <laughs>
0: Go ahead, no. Go ahead, finish your thought. I'm keeping one eye on this while I uh, think about literally everything else. Go ahead, no. Are you are you about to are you about to give if me some took, kind of
1: a problem with Ace Freely? Is that what if, it's going to be? You, if you took every cool riff in Kiss yeah. and every cool solo in Kiss, and I liked it a lot better when it was called Led Zeppelin too, <laughs> and compacted them down, they would fit inside of my wallet. All right, and you have a big wallet with a chain. Do you still have that? No, no, no. I got rid of that. Good. It was causing back problems. Oh. It was I swear I to god I had to do that with my backpack. I was driving I was you know at the time I was driving what 300,000 miles a year or whatever in that van and I was sitting on this wallet that was the size of a I think you just cookbook. you
0: just did a hipster humble brag. I had to get rid of my I had to get rid of my bullshit trucker wallet cuz it
1: was so fucking full of money that I couldn't drive my rockstar van. <laughs> it wasn't that it was full of money it's that I compulsively keep every receipt and also...
0: I need that money because I keep wearing out zippers from letting ladies fillet
1: me. This is not a first world problem. Here's, here, here's what, what happened when oh, I had God that, can judge truck wallet. You mm-hmm. know, I started using it as a purse. And, and one of the things that I thought I needed at a certain point was I needed the equivalent of $20 in every one of the world's currencies folded into... So I would take the bill... When I would go to a country, I would get the equivalent of $20 in their local currency, which, you know, in Turkey was like 20 million lira. Uh and I would take the bill and I would, you know, I would fo- crease it and fold it down until it was a little thing of, about the size of two chiclets. And then I would tuck the little bill inside one of the compartments in my chain wallet. And after a couple of years I had like Probably had six hundred dollars worth of world currency. Probably, I don't know. I had a whole lot of different denominations,
0: and so clearly, you didn't need or choose to uh, kind of um, r- kind of rake through there to take out the stuff you weren't using. You obviously didn't spend it. It, it was it was sort no. of like it was sort of like a, like a file drawer. For well, here's,
1: here's the thing. It, Remember that scene in the born, the born, the first born movie, where he goes into the bank in Switzerland, and he's and got his
0: stuff in a box.
1: He's got this stuff in the box. I knew, I knew, I,
0: I knew that that's where this was going.
1: Twelve passports and stacks of money in all these different currencies. Well, I, I, I can't think of a thing that I want more than that, <laughs> including happiness in life. Including health,
0: I don't want health to, to have it, or or like to have it in general, or have it when you need it. You're, what you really if, want is to need it and then I, have
1: it. I, that's exactly right. Yeah. I want to need it and then have it.
0: It's like but, having really good insurance, where you go, "Oh yes, fucking cancer! I'm finally gonna, I'm finally gonna see some ROI on this bullshit."
1: Yeah, but my version of really good insurance is a safe deposit box mm-hmm. in Geneva with a with a Glock and seven passports <laughs> in it. <laughs> that is, I can't think of an uh, of a thing that that wouldn't be the cure to. Would you remember and, who you are when you got it? Uh, it doesn't matter, hmm. right? You I mean, got a Glock. I mean, who's gonna I mean, fuck with you? you that know? could be the problem that I. That could be the thing that I'm. The the reason that I need it. But in any case, my <laughs> version of that. In, and this is the thing about the where, where my mind is like my version of that was that I had a twenty dollar bill <laughs> from Slovakia and a twenty dollar bill from Cuba in my wallet in case I woke up on a flight I woke up on a plane that was that had landed in Havana and I was like oh, what am I gonna do I don't have any oh I do in fact. I have 20 bucks. And the nice
0: part is if you were to land in Istanbul and, and you, you pull out your like housing red brick sized wallet full of international <laughs> currencies, that would not seem suspicious at all. They'll go, I yeah. see you have what appears to be approximately $20 in bot in here. <laughs> well, that's nothing we're worried about. Please pass on through. And we're if not I even going to the... bother to check your ass for heroin. Come on in.
1: If I was the type of person who would sit backstage and, and try to impress a girl by like, oh, check out all the different kinds of money I have in my wallet. That would be that would be one thing, but I would you never seen tell, you ever seen a Tuppence. <laughs> At the time, I didn't have any Tuppence, but I did have. Yeah, the, the, you know, the Bank of Scotland has their own pounds. They make their own pounds. It, it's it's tied to the British pound. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they they don't have a different value, but they just have different.
0: It's just that it doesn't taste good. You're not allowed says, to spend it.
1: It says Bank of Scotland on it, mm-hmm. and I had an English, I had an English twenty pound bill, and a, and a Bank of Scotland twenty pound bill. Hmm. Because I didn't want to be, you know, caught with my pants down in Scotland.
0: No, you kilt your kilt up.
1: You don't want to get caught with your kilt
0: up. Your wife's lipstick. I we missed we missed a lot right before kiss. I don't want to derail you. Please go ahead. Um I, well, you know, I, just, large... I never
1: at the time I never told anybody that I had this money in my wallet. It was like my secret. It has mm-hmm. to be a secret. That's I thing.
0: used to be. I used to have a serious wallet problem. I had I had layers. I had a stack of wallet problems. Well, first mm. of all, almost every wallet I've owned up until 1999 was silly. I owned. Um, I mean, the one that I had for a really, really long time through high school, and eh, eh, not I didn't bring it to college, but I had a, um, an unlicensed uh, Adam and the Ants wallet, like a, like a nylon sports wallet.
1: yeah it was Velcro?
0: Sure, sure it was Velcro. Velcro. <laughs> you go to the flea market, you're going to buy a Velcro fucking wallet that's not licensed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How much is it? <laughs> yeah. One time, one time it went through the wash. And my uh, my mom at the time was still periodically doing my wash, um, even though. And that's ex-
1: when you're going to see the difference between the construction of an unlicensed adamant wallet. <laughs> that's right, and a proper and a and one from the.
0: I should I should held up for the Prince adamant Charming, Dance. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I uh, I said oh uh, so my wallet, she's on it's on top of the dryer, and I go out there and on a on a beautiful white towel is every single thing in my wallet, like two dollars, the. Um, I might have might have been a learner's permit, you know, but every like little card, every little subway thing, uh, except for the really old condom. She that oh, was she oh. hadn't she apparently hadn't noticed that.
1: Rutro. row.
0: Yeah. Boy, My, you know, can I, you I, imagine I'm, being a lady and, and just knowing that there's a bunch of guys carrying around condoms that have been in a hot, moist wallet for for probably years?
1: I don't it, know what ladies like these dickless,
0: these dickless <laughs> wonders like me carrying around a condom. Oh, and if, you know, for a while, as you know, I had a shuriken that I carried with me too. Yeah. So that's really incompatible. You should keep your you, shuriken you away. A shuriken in your wallet it was very small and not very sharp. So wow. Take, so, that, to, so. take that to the analogy and cash it.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Just, let me get my wallet. I'm, I have a defense. <laughs> Can
0: I have a minute? That. Can I have a minute? Wait yeah. a minute! Wait a minute! Is that a, Is that the? Is that the logo for Adam
1: and the Ants? Shut up! <laughs>
0: Wait a minute. Merle Haggard was
1: from Bakersfield.
0: Well, it was all part of the Bakersfield. Oh yeah, we got to come back to the Buckaroos. What was his name? Don something. I just, I just,
1: I just looked it up here. Merle well, Haggard, Bakersfield.
0: I'll, I, I got slack about the show notes this week. I'll try to be good this week. I um, put in uh, places where you can find these things out. Now, I also want to point out that when I wrote the word "kiss," I used the S special SS letters. First,
1: Mm-hmm. That's the, that's basically the only good thing about Kiss. Oh my God! Is the logo Twin Guitar Attack?
0: Nothing. Now, now the thing is, when I got older and I and I understood a little more guitar about guitar, I realized how much. And I don't want to get in trouble with the Kiss fans, but how much he really was borrowing from Jimmy Page, <laughs> don't you think? Is that fair to say? Am I being unkind to say that? Kiss are garbage. Okay. That
1: wasn't really the question, but moving (laughs) on to the next card. I did just yesterday watch a video produced, I'm absolutely certain, by someone in Germany. Phantom of the Park? Phantom of the Park. Absolutely certain it was made by someone in Germany, which was a video comparing (laughs) and contrasting the guitar-playing talents of Jimmy Page and Rainbow's Richie Blackmore. You think that's not even close? Well, the video was conclusive that Richie Blackmore is, I mean, by far... The better guitar player
0: that's like meeting an autistic kid on the bus and, and who, who like goes how do you host better beatles or you will be 40 and you're like um <laughs> i'm gonna guess you'd be 40 he goes yeah here's a tape
1: you know like, okay thank you and that's exactly right that
0: richie nobody's blackmore, gonna make that comparison unless if they you go already side know. to
1: side richie blackmore is by far the better guitar player but who cares because he's a,
0: he's a far more tasteful guitar player i like his vibrato better i jimmy page's taste can sometimes be execrable.
1: But, but, and also if you watch live performances of Jimmy, totally Page, sloppy, I'm not beyond sloppy. I mean, he's up there like, cause he's so gacked out on smack.
0: <laughs> is that true? Is that right? Did he do the heroin? Oh yeah. He was, see now what's chasing the dragon? Is that where you see smell something? What do you do when you're chasing the dragon?
1: Well, you're looking for the dragon's treasure.
0: Uh, okay, and so you got to roll for a charisma, probably. Yeah,
1: but no. Tra- chasing the dragon is that you are always trying to recapture, the recapture the 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 initial hmm. high hmm. that you never are able to capture again. I
0: think you're thinking of Willy Wonka. That, I, I think no, I think it's. I, I think you're supposed to do something with aluminum foil and sniffing well, the, something.
1: Willy Wonka is not a uh, drug. That's not it's drug. A terrifying. Terrifying film. Okay, I'm putting.
0: A, I'm moving a few cards no aside. Drug, no
1: drug. person would ever say, "Oh man, I'm really chasing the Willy Wonka."
0: Yeah, I learned chasing about it. The, the dragon I, is like. I learned to- that. I learned that on Gilmore Girls, uh, the the cable TV show. Mm, never saw it. Um, Gold versus golden. We. I think we don't, we're obviously not going to have time today for. Phlegm. Golden
1: slumbers. Hmm.
0: Uh, no, here, let me finish. So uh, the Beatles and Paul. I'm saving this one. We don't have time for that. Scott Miller. I still want to talk about. Kiss. I'm throwing away. You're done with that open sky. I want to come back to you. I still have bad words on two cards. Uh, pre- President Johnson's balls, a clock and seven passports. I would like to President follow. President
1: Johnson's balls were probably the, <laughs> each one the size of a, the size and <laughs> hardness and weight of a medicine ball. I could see him being very inspirational to you, Johnson. Yeah, he got a really bad rap. Yeah, because of Vietnam. Yeah, and 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 he was a. I mean, he was a dick, but
0: but he was his, like he was like the Steve Jobs of America back then. You know, he was – you hear the stories or, like, documentaries on him. He's such a fascinating guy because he was such a whip. Like, he was so great at, like, scaring the shit out of everybody to get them
1: all in line for votes and stuff like that, right? Right, but unlike Steve Jobs, not a completely autistic, like – retard
0: oh boy make it wider
1: (laughs) my apologies (laughs) no that's that's really
0: classy that's very classy um i also because of uh apparently responses from people we should talk about my rule um my two rules the rule for marriage and the rule for be careful where you meet them we didn't finish that don rich don rich by the way don rich we're looking for don rich of the buckaroos gold versus golden i say this is like antique versus antiqued because a lot of people don't understand that distinction i I know you do but it's it is very much like chocolate versus chocolatey you can't say that gold something versus golden,
1: chocolate mm-hmm. versus chocolate, yeah. antique versus antiqued. Antique, something an, is antique. gold. Or it is made it, to be golden. Um What are you trying to say?
0: I, I think this is uh I don't know if this is Locke or Barclay or who or who this was that said this, but no. The um if something's gold, it's made out of gold. Right? If something is golden, there doesn't have to be a like gold colored. Doesn't have to be a lick of gold in it, right? Antique is something that's older than whatever seventy five years. I think it's like copyright; they keep changing it every few years. But it used to be seventy five years. Antique is where you make something look old, right?
1: Right. Yeah. I'm with yeah. you so far.
0: Well, what and, you're saying is like Cocoa Puffs, or you know, or Frankenberries. There's not actually any Frankenstein's in that. They, they legally <laughs> cannot say that because Boris Karloff. <laughs> he passed. I think he passed a while back.
1: I think that you could you could make that gold and golden. Comparison with a with a great many words.
0: Absolutely. Well, what Mil- I'm guessing milky.
1: is so, oh oh, hmm. you're saying it's not an actual Milky. I'm saying that Milky, hmm. like your eyes can be Milky, but there's Ugh. no milk in them. It's a good point. Yeah, Milky Way. I like a Snickers. Um, but there's no milk in the Milky Way. Here's unless... my thing. I
0: think this is a I think this is an English beat thing. I think this is a Wham thing. Wham UK thing. I'll bet you in Dutch they were well, called. Did you say
1: Wham UK to differentiate them from the more famous American Wham?
0: Same deal as English Beat. They were called The Beat in England. But there's already a band called The Beat in America, so they had to be The English Beat. There's already a band called Wham in America, so they had to be Wham UK. My thought on this, John Roderick, I would like your opinion. I think probably in Dutch, they were known as gold earring, or perhaps just gold jewelry. And then they came here and found out that all of those iterations, it's like buying a domain name. They came over and they said, you know what, fuck you, Dutch. There's already a
1: gold earring. No, because the golden earring, first of all, well, first of all, everyone in the Netherlands speaks English better than you or I do. Hmm. So when they name their band something, they're, they don't have like a Dutch name for it, and then they name. If if your band is called Golden Earring, you I named it that okay. initially. It's not like the Germans. Also, it's not like the German. It's okay. not like Gil, Gilden Oyringer <laughs> um My But guess. even but even the Germans like the Scorpions weren't named. The scorpions didn't have a K in their name in Germany and a C in America. Hmm. They were always it was always spelled scorpions with a C, and I'm just guessing that they spell scorpion with a K in Germany. I
0: think there's no definite article either. I, I need to check that, but I'm pretty sure it's just scorpions.
1: Scorpions, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, but no, I think Golden Earring always from the very beginning. Well, because their songs are in English, they 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 intended to be they intended to be big big stars. Right. They didn't like start out as. Oh, let's just play Dutch songs for our Dutch friends. They were like, "We're going, we're going to the show." There's going to be a limit on
0: on, on the on the reach that you're going to get with just singing uh, in Holland.
1: Well, let's see. You could you'd be big in Suriname. Is that a Dutch you, place? Is that uh? A... Formerly, form, the former Dutch colony of Suriname. Was
0: there a Dutch Guiana?
1: Uh, there yes. was a Dutch Guiana, a, Dutch, a French
0: and a British, right? The three Guianas. Yeah. There's one? The D-
1: Dutch Guiana is Suriname. Hmm.
0: Um, that's, Dutch Dutch Guiana became Suriname.
1: No, it was Suriname, and then um, it became it was it, then it, it is called Dutch Guiana because people find Sorry. that easier to say than Suriname. Hmm. Okay.
0: I you know what bugs me? I I really hate it on NPR when they say uh, um, Myanmar, formerly known as Burma. Like do at they what, still at what, do that? Oh, fucking A, yes. Like, at what point... Like, I'm deliberately avoiding NPR for all kinds of reasons these days, <laughs> but still. And they, do gotta they talk say about Sri
1: Lanka, formerly known as Ceylon? Oh,
0: I got so many problems with public radio. I just... I don't even know where to begin. Uh, you know, at what point can you stop doing that? I
1: mean... I don't listen to public radio because... Oh, God. Because uh, of this and so many other things. So like, many... Oh, man. people, but People murmuring in my ear... I don't want people murmuring. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? No. Like, it, podcasts. I, I'm starting to understand because the vast majority of podcasts, people are shouting, or at least they're they're emphatic. The internet's big, but the public radio people just murmur, the murmur, 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 murmur.
0: I, I I'm, an, I mean, like, oh God, John, I have a, a card, and I'm going to need five. You know, for me, it's also, it, there's so much about it that is just it's it's straight to the fleece problem. It's straight to the fleece problem. You know, and, and this isn't like an old hourglass bit, but, you know, one of my biggest problems with NPR is the way that they stress every second, so, third, or fourth word. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Ophabia Quistarkton. Awesome what, name, Ophabia Quistarkton.
1: When I was 17, yes. I had a friend whose name was Bob. And Bob had, Bob's dad was a doctor. And Bob's dad was such an asshole. He was a, he was a giant guy, like bigger than me and bald and just one of those imperious like just born prickheads you know and at a certain point i think early on in high school ninth grade maybe bob got caught smoking marijuana with some of his like hockey player friends and his dad came down on him like a ton of bricks and actually like i think broke bob's little spirit somehow but i got to know bob later and i and i liked i liked him a lot he was a good musician and a nice kid and he lived in a in a One of those houses in the woods that was made out of like, uh, it was all made of wood that was stained, uh, uh, shellacked, right? So you walked inside of his house and it was like you were in, it was like you were in a six story tall bookcase, you know? (laughs) Everything was, everything was gold. And anyway, his mom, his dad was this massive prick, but his mom was what you would now describe if you were a tasteless juggalo, you would describe her as a milf. But at the time, there was no designation for milfs, and she was this she was this woman that probably was what like thirty five, maybe thirty six years old. She seemed like a like a definitely like a grown up lady, but she had this beautiful blonde hair, and she was a, she was just a charming person, and she really liked me. And I would go over to their house, and she would be sitting in the kitchen just listening to NPR. And sorting through the bags of loose lapsang souchong that she had from different places, and and you know what she'd be polishing her, her browsing
0: ho- through her scrapbooks and <laughs> <She'd> be, <laughs> looking at her, looking at her trophies from track and field.
1: Yeah, and just kind of you know like like polishing her copper colander. Did she really
0: polish a lot of stuff?
1: She polished stuff, that, and then she had she had some that would fuck me up. They from say, cookware of, in all different colors. Like, she was just this picture. Of, Did she make salads? She made, oh my god, she made salads oh, in a big fuck. wooden bowl with salad tongs. In
0: a big, big wooden house.
1: And I would sit on their, on their, in one of their Ames chairs, you know, while Bob was in his room getting his Nikes on or whatever, and I would just, I would sit and kind of talk to Bob's mom. And she showed so much interest in me as a teenage boy and and uh, I, I didn't know what to do with my feelings at the time, and I think back now, and I wish that I had, I wish that I had gone over there during the day and asked her for help on my homework or something. Mm. It's too late now; she's probably seventy nine hmm. now. I haven't seen her in years, but anyway, uh, she <clears throat> look her up on the Facebook. Whenever I think of no, whenever I think of uh, whenever I think of NPR, I always picture Bob's mom in this house tucked back in the forest. Just just surrounded by tease from around the world, listening to the, oh, the the soothing sounds of NPR to try and, 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 and I try and picture her life with this with this asshole doctor. I'm just like, Oh, NPR.
0: Yeah.
1: You're not it's not enough. That's bitter, not that's enough.
0: gotta be bittersweet for you, John.
1: There's so many different things that I wish I had done differently. Hmm. And one of them is that I wish I had taken Bob's mom away from all of that
0: this is all things considered boy that's that sucks john you know and I, i'm sorry i don't want to drift away but man yep <laughs> yep 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 is that you hit that when you're like pretty happy with the with the point <laughs> if only like i hear you lighting your candles now and <laughs> your i hear your cape sweeping where's my lap saying sushong <laughs> is that is that real or is that, that ping pong talk i have no idea That sounds like a doggy
1: yeah, it's the name of the little dogs that guard the temples in the shi- Is that a Shih Tzu? It's the lab saying Sushong. The Shih Tzu's are the uh I thought there were two
0: th- lions. Two lions outside the gate. It was it's doubt and uh and Clarence. You know
1: more you know more than I do. <laughs> Clarence is the other one. I can Which remember. one is the key master?
0: Oh, uh one's the gatekeeper. One is I think you're the Sigourney Weaver. I can it's, I just
1: say like Sigourney
0: weavers. This is like I'm so happy to be at a point in my life when I find there's a new sex thing that I had never thought of. Whoa! Can I, can I just say, like fucking Mrs. Robinson in a giant bookcase? Th- mm. I, you know what? I, I, that, that's practically German in its awesomeness. There's, you know no, I, I would never have thought of that before. Yeah,
1: and I, and I, I think as a teenager, I, I didn't have, uh, you know, I, I, I wasn't as connected to the great rhythm of life to the to the to the resonating D chord that permeates the universe mm-hmm. that would enabled me to to. To really be to 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 be Dustin Hoffman in that scenario at the time i I only thought of myself as a kid, and so even though i was I was probably already six feet tall by that point i still still thought of myself as a kid, and so <clears throat> so in a sense just in a position of waiting, I was just waiting mm-hmm. because I was a kid, and Mrs. Robinson a.k.a. Bob's mom, mm-hmm. was also waiting. And here we were in this d chord resonating wood house, both waiting, and, I mean, Bob's dad wasn't waiting. Bob's dad was seizing the moment, being a dick with every fiber of his being. You, gotta, you just, have to admire that on some level. Well, you do. I mean, I think that... See, was he a GP or a surgeon? Like, what was his What deal? He his was a deal? surgeon. I mean, he had he Good. had the whole thing. If he... It, if he had been, he was one step away from owning an Alfa Romeo, you know what I mean? Like, it was mm-hmm. Alaska, so you couldn't really own an Alfa Romeo unless you were... All the more you know, reason. Unless you were just so such an asshole that you owned a car <laughs> that you could only drive two months of the year. But he was very close to that level of, like, I'm a surgeon and everyone get out of my way. Do you
0: think she got pregnant? Like, why was she with this guy?
1: Because, you know, again... I don't know what women like. You're right. Maybe they like kiss. Maybe they like, maybe the idea of a guy carrying around a condom in his, in his uh, Adam and the (laughs) ants Ant's wallet wallet. is is a turn on for some girls. I have no idea. This is
0: the thing, John. I don't want to press a bruise. I don't, I don't want to press anything, but here's my thinking on this. Like if you walked around and you were a plumber or a cable guy or a pizza delivery person, and you could very well on a very basic level, walk around going, I'm only a pizza guy. I'm only the cable guy. Right? Right, right, right? And that's okay. true. There's that's certainly true. But on the on even the most basic level, if your cable is out or your plumbing is broken or you're really fucking hungry, you're gonna be glad to see the pizza guy. But sure. on a much deeper level, if you really want want somebody to give you the mean bone, according to every porno movie I've ever Whoa. seen, it's gonna be just fine that you're the pizza guy. Right. So I'm not I don't make this weird or bookcasey, but Well, it,
1: but according to porno movies, the guy that you want, if you're a girl, is not just the pizza guy, it's the pizza guy who's got Like, kind of translucent, sweaty skin. And he seems pretty confident. And is real confident. Like, he's. He's a guy who's got kind of a, his jaw is a little bit too big. Like to me, that got-
0: that would be like to me that would be like picking up a cigarette I found in a men's room. Like if somebody comes in and delivers my fucking pizza and then wants to like get all up in my grill, mm-hmm. I, I would just be, I would be thinking really hard about that. You know what I'm saying? This gets back to my my rule about where you meet people. But, right. You know, you, do you imagine that you're the first one? I think you can tell a lot about how your relationship with somebody's well, going to end by how they end with everybody
1: else. But here's the thing: if pe- people are people are animals. They really are you mm-hmm. know and 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 the, those of us who have let our higher functions get in the way of being animals all the time
0: this is going to be about the Cold War?
1: We have not done ourselves a service, mm-hmm. like we think about everything too much, and all the all the people who are able to live more unreflectedly who are just like, "Oh, I am here now, and there's someone standing in front of me who smells like Sex and my brain is shutting off, and I'm going to have sex with them now. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going, and maybe I'll regret it later, but also my capacity to regret is something that I don't cultivate. So Hmm. I'm going to regret it for a half an hour, and then I'm going to pretend it never happened and listen to NPR and have some tea. Hmm. Like,
0: you think bonobos, you think bonobos regret?
1: I don't think, but well, Maybe bonobos are full of regret, but
0: bonobos just—they have a lot of intercourse, mostly for self-soothing. I think they do, but
1: look at their little faces—they look nervous. They look really nervous. They do. They—they're full of anxiety.
0: I had a friend. I had a friend who had one of those extremely tiny. You know, like as chihuahuas get smaller, they become increasingly more annoying. It's like a you know inverse relationship. The annoyance hmm. goes up as the size goes down.
1: I didn't realize that big Chihuahuas are less annoying. Is that well, true?
0: A lot of a lot of a lot of people who say that they have a medium sized dog that could be a Scotty. It's mm-hmm. actually it's it's it could be a Chihuahua in a wig, which is also are one they? of my favorite Morrissey songs.
1: Are you are, <laughs> are <laughs> you annoyed by shivering dogs by shivering Chihuahuas? <laughs> I, I feel sympathy, but I was I, driving I was driving through Manhattan one time, <laughs> and I looked out the window as like, I'm I'm on you know Lexington and. 70th or something. And here's a guy in a perfectly tailored suit, you know, like a, a suit where the legs are pegged so that you can't even imagine how he got his feet through the pants. No pee stains. No pee stains. He doesn't have any, there's no tomato sauce Look on at his me. Eye. Look at me, I don't have pee stains. He's walking down the street, he's six feet tall anyways, 140 pounds, soaking wet and he's walking this chihuahua and the chihuahua is prancing like an Austrian horse right Head like a lipizzaner like a lipizzaner horse he's just like he's his his little toes are barely touching the ground he is marching down the street and the dog is 3 inches high right i mean i i was i was on my way to have a sandwich bigger than this dog and this dog is walking down the street and i'm and people are literally the the they're getting out of this dog's way like the crowd on the sidewalk is parting for this little dog Marching with more confidence than I've ever seen in any animal. Hmm. Like he was absolutely leading this suited man down the street. He was not being walked. He was doing. I, have, the I, had, I, you know, I gotta tell you, I admire that. I admired that little dog. I wish I had half his confidence, but you're a big guy,
0: but yeah. that, that's your problem Well, here. Oh gosh. I have so much I want to say. Well, like, first of all, like I, I can't tell you how many situations where I, I've known people with two pets and the little pet ran the house and, and the big cat, big pet was just a giant pussy. <laughs> Right, my my best friend John. When I was a kid, he had a cat named Blackie and then a really big dog named Blackie, and 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 and, and Blackie would <laughs> sure. chase Blackie around the house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Careful now, you're getting into territory
0: here. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. No, I have sympathy for the shivering, anxious dog, but I do not like the shivering and anxious dog. Yep. And I was, telling, I was telling my daughter how you can tell when a dog's pooping because it looks really guilty. Like it's, it looks like say I always say honey, it looks like and you notice when like when it looks like it's
1: sitting down. Does a little your daughter bit? have a hard time telling when dogs are pooping? She's four. We don't we don't
0: really have the vocabulary for this. <laughs> but you ever you ever know what a dog looks like when it takes a shit? Like it just <laughs> looks like you yeah. know what I think, John, back to the animal thing. I look
1: away because oh, I, I no, 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 absolutely.
0: But don't you think? And 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 uh, just say yes or no at first. But, but <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I think you're about just, to say, uh, can I just say. Just say yes or no. I'm gonna predict you're gonna say. Here's the thing at, about deer at watering holes.
1: I'm starting to worry that here's the thing is my catchphrase. I, it's I, been mine. It's I don't been want mine that to be my catchphrase.
0: Here's, here's the, the thing. thing you know, but yours is here's the thing about. So I think you're about to say here's the thing about deer at watering holes. I think a dog taking a shit looking mm-hmm. guilty. Mm-hmm is a lot like a deer at a watering hole. They're very vulnerable. When a dog takes a shit, it's very vulnerable because that's why it looks so scared and it's looking around. It's thinking, oh, somebody's going to come and kick my ass while there's poop coming out of it. That's, that's my thought. He's
1: more vulnerable than he is because the dog doesn't... If the dog is halfway through a shit and somebody comes and kicks him in the ass, <laughs> the, dog's gonna, the dog can run with shit half out of his ass, right? Because the dog isn't as concerned as we are like the, the
0: guy I in the think, suit, the guy in the suit, he's gonna want to stop and clean the up. The guy a in bit. the suit
1: is gonna want to clean up, and that's the problem with human beings. Yes, we are. We somebody would actually stand there and get killed rather than run down the street with half a shit hanging out of their ass because <laughs> their because their capacity for embarrassment is greater than the, their survival instinct. You're anymore. saying we've we've evolved past the, a point of usefulness on a lot of we, the have, civility. we have evolved past the point where we are where we can reasonably be expected to survive because. Because our shame is standing in the way of us needing to do Hmm. what we need to do. Like I should have just, I should have been all over Bob's mom. But my (laughs) complex like matrix of shame and anxiety kept me sitting in that Ames chair saying, yes, I'd like another cup of tea with soy milk in it, which I didn't even want. I just wanted her to come over and, and hand it to me, you know. Whereas if I was a little bit less afraid... If I wasn't afraid to run down the street with with half a shit hanging out of my ass, I would have been I would have I would have been all over her. Bob would have come out in his Nike's and said, "I'm ready to go." <gasps> oh no.
0: This is Morning Edition from NPR, National <laughs> Public Radio. So anyway, this friend of mine, she had a shivering chihuahua, and this thing That's not what I thought you were going to say. You you've known like extremely compulsive masturbators. Like everybody likes to masturbate, but like you know, there are people where you're like, "Dude, I can just tell you're masturbating constantly. I think one of your former bandmates, you've mentioned,
1: <laughs> yeah, don't mention, that's true. Don't, don't say. He he admitted to it, but but I think mo- most compulsive masturbators also have a, a protective layer of dander on the front of their sweatshirt. <laughs> you know, you see them. It's the dander, really that that it's, they're using to the insulate dander. themselves.
0: He's also kind of a little guy. Here's the thing:
1: he didn't have as much Did dander. He shiver? To- he didn't shiver though.
0: Uh, yeah, I think he did shiver. He, my, my friend had a, had a shivering Chihuahua that I never liked. It was real barky and real nervous. And anytime it felt like the least bit anxious, which is always, it would go in the other room and fuck the shit out of a little stuffed Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. And if you've never seen an anxious Chihuahua fucking the shit out of... A, and you understand, this is not the first time. This, right. this dog has fucking ruined this stuffed animal. I think they call called yeah. it Plush. It's ruined. I mean, there's so much... I don't know if it's dog calm or whatever, but there's something that's just very... And it's very disconcerting because, like the pooping dog, there's some stooping, and then there's some stooping, <laughs> and there's there's some guilt, and there's a lot of lot of extreme nervous, quivering anxiety as it humps this yeah. helpless
1: little honey bear. I have a friend here in Seattle who has a little dog, not a not a Chihuahua, but some, one of these little Scotty dogs, who also humps a humps like a, f- a fuzzy pillow. The dog, the dog does. The okay. friend, you've never probably, seen that. Probably also humps a fuzzy pillow, but not when i'm around but this dog was humping a fuzzy pillow at one point and just like luck of the draw no pun intended he kind of he kind of we were we were standing there watching him and laughing and he kind of just like leaned back at exactly the right moment and actually and actually came across the room like, total air shot. We're all standing there, and it, it, it went like 14 feet. He hit a, a three-pointer. He did. And <laughs> we were incredulous. Like, and then he walked away like, my work here is done. Oh, my God. It was one of the most beautiful things I've like ever see the, seen. I like, like to see the fucking cat do that. It was like when a killer whale slaps a seal with his tail out mm-hmm. of the water, and, wait, and the seal is 30 feet in the air, spinning ass over tea kettle, and the killer whale is just like, Watching it happen. Were you were you in the uh, in the splash zone? No, no, no. I was well away. I mean, when a dog starts humping a pillow, yeah, I start looking for the exits. You've been around the block because I have, and and especially when you're in somebody's house where they think it's charming that the dog is fucking a pillow. Oh, John, I'm definitely looking for the exits. John, I, 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 I don't, just, want, I'm not. It's not like I want. It's not like I'm leaving. Through you know the what? Exit. It's like it's I just like want the, to make sure I know where they are. It's like the
0: owner a stander. It's like this is a clear fucking leading economic indicator that you need to get the hell out of that place like if but, that person's got dander on themselves they're obviously masturbating constantly and if this is a house where the dog is encouraged to literally come in the living room and that's funny i feel like i turned a corner in life
1: somebody's gonna have to clean that up yes you think a dog's gonna do that well now tell me this how many computer monitors do you have in front of you right Two. now all right now what is the maximum number of computer monitors that you when you walk into somebody's computer station area yeah what is the maximum number of computer monitors that you will that you can handle before you start to feel like this person
0: Oh, it's like a lunatic? It's a lunatic. Well, I, I know a lot of people that may screw up your story if I tell you. Mm-hmm. But my opinion so- is that the, the 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 conventional wisdom on this is that you should have two exact monitors of exactly the same size or three of the same size. I have oh. one very large one and then one little one. And I have seen some nerds that have up to six, but that is like having seven six. deepers. You got. You have to get a stand, and yeah. I hope that didn't ruin the story.
1: So what happens with six monitors? What happens?
0: Very little. Again, it's the condom in the wallet problem. I mean, mm-hmm. no. I mean, uh, you know what? You don't care about this, but there, there, there's there's data that backs up the idea that the less you have to scroll around, the more you can get done. The more you see, the more you can do. But you know, come on. I mean, you ever seen the guy? You seen the guy who's got like all the holsters on his belt? you know or like or like the guy i'm in
1: the music business Do you, are you seriously asking me that question the guy or the
0: lesbian usually <laughs> with all the keys like the keychain what's the deal oh, with lesbians yeah. and keychains is that a thing is that like it a, hanky, a hanky code
1: it is, well it's a thing it's not a hanky code but it's a it's a um it's like a uh, it's a penis envy thing it's a bushy thing it, well it's like here's my package <sighs> here's my package it's just made of keys
0: have you ever seen my keychain
1: i no. definitely have but i'm trying to remember what <laughs>
0: it's okay it's okay it. it's taken me 45 years to get down to an aluminum bottle cap opener that weighs right. almost nothing and two keys i don't even keep my car key on there i keep my office key and my house key and that is it that's nice one to me that's power like that that is the ability to go into into a literal safe deposit box and not bern where'd you want to yeah. go uh munich where do you where do you no. no where do you go no, to no, for no, your box? sorry 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 and so you also have like a numbered bank account there don't don't say what number, but you probably have access to money there too.
1: I don't. I I, I wouldn't be able to say the number because it's a, no. I it's understand, a long but you number, have but you it's... have a
0: trucker's wallet with yeah. twenty dollars that you could use anywhere
1: in the world. Right. Well, not anywhere. I mean, I didn't yeah. have any like Chinese money. No. I, no wait. No. promise you want to exchange I, the currency. An hour later. Go ahead. But I didn't have any. I didn't. I had some Thai bot. I well, I couldn't go to Tonga, for instance, or, hmm. unless they use U.S. dollars in Tonga. But anyway, go ahead.
0: No. No. I. I. I, I, I that's probably it. What was I talking about?
1: I don't even remember. Oh, oh my, my keychain. Oh, your keychain.
0: So I I feel like, like for example, the people who who are our neighbors, like I, I was went and checked the mail today. I went to get the mail, and I swear to God, it's like these fucking mooks have like a pony keg of Ax. it's, axe. It's axe body spray. I I hope so. I mean, it is axey as shit down there
1: wait a minute I thought I thought that you, you, you don't still have an adversarial relationship with your upstairs neighbors
0: oh no no they're gone and I, they're still literally the only people in the world that I hate those are old neighbors no. and,
1: and are you saying that their mail is still in your mailbox or are you talking about different neighbors now
0: I, I I can't talk too much about this because, okay. you know, because of, you know,
1: because are listening to the podcast.
0: No, fuck them. I bought all their, I bought all their names. I bought all their names as domain names.
1: <laughs> Woo! Don't tell me I, I can't that.
0: get dark and small.
1: I love that. That is dark and small. Um, Would you sell them to them at, uh, if they came to you and asked? No, or, I
0: think, I think it resolves to a page. This is like, look at me. I live upstairs. Me, me, me. I think that's what it says. No, I don't know.
1: Um, well, During my drinking years, I had no keys because I had no I had no... You had nothing
0: to put a key in.
1: <laughs> I had no home. I had no thing. I had no thing, and I had no keys, and I remember feeling like that was some kind of minor triumph. You're like a Buddha. I felt like I was headed that direction. I was like a drunk Buddha. You
0: sound and almost then, like a beat. You sound like one of the beats, like very confused about religion and uh, drugs.
1: Yeah, well, I because... And that's exactly right. I, I was trying to... I was imagining that through being fucked up all the time, I was actually climbing the ladder of enlightenment. Uh, it turns out that I was not, I wasn't even, I was, I wasn't even holding the ladder of enlightenment, but, uh, but I remember when I got my first key, somebody gave me a key to their place. They were like, all right, you know, you can, here's a key to my place. You can use the, you come in and use the bathroom shower, clean up or whatever. And I was like, I got a key. I have a key. I have responsibilities. And this is at a time when I didn't have an ID. So having a key was like, Wow, this is my connection to. I'm now I'm now reconnecting to. This the is this is, densely world.
0: Meta, this is densely metaphorical, John. Yeah, I had a
1: key, and then I got a second key, and so I needed a ring. And the second key was a key to a Ford Aerostar minivan that a guy let me crash in. He was like, "Look, you can't crash at my house because I'm paying rent, and my roommates paying rent. But I have this van out back. You can stay in the van." And I'll connect the van to a battery charger, so the lights stay on when you when you open the door, so you can read. So I had a key to a person's house to use the bathroom, and a key to this minivan where I was living. And I was like, I got two keys. I got two keys and a key ring. Look at me. Here I am. Two keys. Top of the world, ma. That's right. (laughs) And so, fast forward five years later, I had a job. I had my own place. I uh, I didn't have a car, but I. I the job I had three keys or something all of a sudden I've got like six keys on my key ring and I'm feel, I was feeling I'm starting to feel dragged down by this I got six keys mm-hmm. like what have I become I'm a guy with six keys you become you become,
0: uh, become a guy who watches fight club too much probably
1: well this was before fight club things are owning you but I had a key to my I had a key to my apartment I had a key to my practice space I had a key to my wow. Job. you really
0: got it together fast
1: well, four years—that's pretty good. It's faster yeah. than Dukakis. <laughs> what mom or
0: son? You mean the drinking? Oh,
1: is Dukakis know. a drinker?
0: Oh, lady with the rubbing rubbing alcohol. Dukakis? That's not funny. Yeah, no Greek.
1: Oh, yeah, right. And so, anyway, and so, so you now, went from
0: zero to six in four yeah, years.
1: Yeah, and now, now I've, I I keep I I've, I've pruned it. I keep it. I keep it to you know. I keep it to four keys. But um, I
0: think I think it's a lot like the compulsive masturbators. I mean, you should have as many keys as you need. Let's take that as red. But there is something a little bit overcompensating about the giant ass keychain, especially when you're like a security guard. No offense, or or whatever. Right. You know, it just seems like the the more oh no, this is classist. I can't say this. Well, but it I seems like the more menial position, the more keys you have to have.
1: That's true. I you're like a jailer. Absolute.
0: You know, you're like a jailer, and you're going to get back pain. Look at us. We're stooped. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. A a rich guy doesn't carry around a big ring of keys.
0: That was my first, well, my second objection about mobile phones. Um, My first objection about mobile phones when they got popular was that everybody who uses them is a dictard. Like, mm. why are you talking in a
1: restaurant? You're talking about the big mobile phones. The no, original.
0: I mean like when Star Tax got popular, like say 97, 98 or whatever. And I and, and that's where my whole like phone guy persona started because I would take off my shoe and start talking into it really loud. Because because I you know and I, to this oh, day I still wonder guy. I still wonder how many people are actually talking to someone on the phone because you just look like a crazy homeless person, especially with the Bluetooth. You know, it's yeah. crazy. But um, but the second reason is like you're using this as this signifier of power. You know. Mm-hmm. In, in, in the same way that you got the butchy keychain, like if you're talking on the phone at lunch, you're not a powerful person. Right. A powerful
1: person is allowed to eat without doing work. But there's there, most people's conception of what a powerful person looks like mm-hmm. only goes up so high to to so to middle management. You know, like most people, the highest they can conceive of yes. is the middle manager, mm-hmm. and so they emulate the middle manager's taste. In clothes, in cars, ah, in so dispiriting houses, in music and culture, the middle manager is is the aspirational unit for for the vast majority. And somebody like you, who has a concept of what truly, uh, the, the what the rich and powerful look like, mm-hmm. you know, the middle manager is is always going to be crass. For me, my my goal is always to look like somebody who has so much money that they're still driving a nineteen sixty seven Volvo. Uh, and, nice. and and, that's so, and, like, and that, where,
0: like that rich guy, uh, Carl Newman,
1: wearing the, yeah, like like Carl Newman, the rich guy wearing his grandfather's shirt. That's Canadian money. That's not that's not like being
0: really rich. That's like Canadian, that's Canadian rich.
1: Canadian money is worth more than American money now.
0: I remember when it was a dollar sixty six American. We stayed at a really super nice hotel in Vancouver one time, not the Sylvia Hotel, nerd, mm-hmm. but uh, but a really nice hotel, and it was like it was like fifty dollars a night. It was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, those days I, are gone.
0: I think it's what you're talking about is old money.
1: Old money, old money. Kind of money. I
0: I, I was roomed with a guy who was old money, and and he looked homeless, but right. it was like homeless, like I don't even know. I don't. Know. I was so, okay. Here's me. I'm so middle management that like I would go like old LL Bean, but it probably wasn't. It was probably like like a, a bespoke hobo shirt, like sure, the It was thing-
1: handmade hobo shirt.
0: <laughs> I, 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 now that's a I, classic. I, that's why I want to talk to you about the buckaroos. Ah, god. a, a of handmade hobo shirt.
1: I spent a couple of months traveling in Europe with one of the guys who was. Uh, the heir of the Bush beer family. Hmm. Um,
0: Did they feud with the Anheuser's at all? Do you think? Do you think they had like shotgun
1: hillbilly type shit going on? Oh well, no. I think the Bushes took over the operation.
0: Oh, so Colonel, know, Colonel Sanders. Is the Anheuser's just kept on there for for
1: show? I think the Anheuser's. I mean, they they they're in there, but the Bushes were the dynasty. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Um and uh and this guy who's he he had, he had bush in his name like he was he's great great grandson or something like augustus that augustus or something mhm we were traveling uh together in europe for a couple of months and this guy he drank 2 liters of coke a day and he looked like a guy that was it looked like a guy that was playing playing video games for a living like <laughs> He didn't. He did not
0: look like somebody. <laughs> that sounds. That sounds like inbreeding a little bit.
1: He, he did not look like somebody who had twenty four Clydes. That sounds like there's
0: not enough diversity in the Missouri bush.
1: No, no, no. He was a he was a handsome enough guy, but he just, sure he, he great carried great himself, banjo, big banjo player. Carried car- car- himself with this kind of like, eh, whatever. give me give me another glass of coke. And I swear to you, he had Clydesdale's take him to his junior prom. Like <laughs> no. this guy, this guy. <laughs> This guy could light cigars on $100 bills, and it was the same to him as matches. Did he want the Clyde's Tales, or was it? No, that was just how it went. Like, oh, this is your the problem, problem. with the being Clyde's rich.
0: It's like, oh, well, fuck it. fucking, of course you're going to have Clyde's Tales. You're a bush, dickhead.
1: Ed man, Ed man's there.
0: Yes. No, because here's the thing. And this is like royalty. Like, with royalty, like, it seems like such a cakewalk, but it's just it's just constant bullshit if you're royalty. And I imagine if you're a Bush, that kind of Bush, like it just must suck. You're sure your dad would go, you know what? We were doing Clydesdales. And he's like, can I just get a town car? Right. Fuck you. Fuck you. Get, get, on, get, 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 get Sally and you on the horse. Like right. we're
1: having the junior problem here at the house. God, can Tell you imagine how friend.
0: scarred, how scarred you would be by that? And especially like if you're, if you're like Bob and you feel like you've got to constantly be, be showing your trophiness.
1: Yeah. Well, this is the, this is the reason that my, that I, that I think the best thing in life is to be about my age 43 and then learn that you're actually from an obscenely rich family and they've been keeping it from you the whole time and, just to test your metal. <laughs> yeah just to just because they wanted you to grow up with some intestinal fortitude and then they're like okay here's your inheritance i keep waiting for it i wake up every morning and think is there is the knock on the door going to come today my rich uncle, is he going to come and tell you,
0: me? You, it strikes me that you uh, you you live and not sleep in anticipation of a lot of door knocks.
1: Well, this is the problem. I I feel like... You don't know. Uh, is it an
0: alien or is it an attorney? They're there to have you sign some papers. <laughs>
1: There are a lot of people that could be knocking on my door, and today, you know what's going to happen? A guy is going to knock on my door. Here, I get a, I get a text message two days ago from a friend, and he says, hey, I have a favor for you, uh, to ask of you. It's a really small thing. It doesn't require any work on your part. And immediately, I'm like, yeah, right. If th- if that were true, you wouldn't be like softening me up with this pretext, like... Literally, pretext. That's like telling somebody I want you to be honest. It means literally the opposite. Yeah, I want you to be honest. This, this favor is going to require nothing of you. And I was like, all right, so what is the favor? So he texts back, I bought my girlfriend a sailboat. And I want to bring it to your house. Duff McKagan. It's not Duff McKagan. But he does work for Duff McKagan. Hat, hat guy. No, okay, <laughs> never mind. Never mind. I'm going to bring this sailboat over to your house and clean it up. For a couple of days in your yard, so I can give it to her on Christmas. And I was like, this is really pushing the definition of requires nothing from me. Like, requires nothing from me other than that you're in my yard for two days cleaning a sailboat. (laughs)
0: <laughs> what but, I mean I I don't mean this the way it sounds but what are your neighbors gonna think like oh, when they've got to realign No no I don't mean in terms of like uh, oh John Roderick sure got him a nice sailboat I'm thinking more like holy shit how is this gonna fuck with their vision of you as a man with a sword and a bathrobe
1: I think it just goes right in right in keeping with it like the like oh, they're thinking okay. old
0: money they're thinking old money
1: <laughs> now he's got a sailboat in his yard and there's a guy covered in tattoos out there in December with a with a hose like. Cleaning this thing out. And he I swear to you, he is on his way here right now. Like he's he's in traffic towing this sailboat over to my house. So that's the knock on the door I'm looking for today.
0: I um I, I have a passing interest in, in lots of things. Uh one of my passing interests is in cons. I, I don't know a lot about it.
1: Like Long some- cons, short cons. Any con.
0: It's, well, you know, sometimes you do the short con to get the long con, right? That's the right. whole idea, and people don't understand. I know you know this, John Roddick. You've been to UW. But mm-hmm. the con is confidence. It's, did, it's,
1: this, did this start – let me just guess. Did yes. this start with watching The Sting? Has
0: yeah, this been in you since you were – I discovered kid? The Sting after watching Law & Order, I think.
1: What no. you didn't see the thing in, in the seventies? No,
0: I did. I did. No, right. no, that was part of it. I don't think that. I think that looks like a TV movie. It, it, it it's okay, but I think it looks like a TV
1: movie. Except that any time Paul Newman is on the screen, you're looking into the face of God.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm a big uh, Robert Shaw fan too. Doyle Lanigan,
1: truly amazing.
0: I truly love amazing that guy. Actor. He's great in The Jaws. He's great in Dirty Dozen. He's great. Which is a better movie than you think?
1: He he's really really good in Force 10 from Navarone.
0: Oh, that's the uh, that's like Dirty Dozen Junior. Now is that the one with Mark Hamill?
1: No, it's the one with Harrison Harrison Ford. Ford.
0: Sorry, sorry, I'm a little distracted right now because if you search for Buckaroos on Google, the first return is uh, says Welcome to Buckaroos, the leader in pipe installation support systems. And I think that's a fucking Holocaust right there. Well,
1: that's really strange because there's a bar in Seattle called Buckaroos. Is it a key bar? And they're the leaders in pipe installation. If you know what I'm saying, (laughs) not conduit. (laughs) <laughs> no, you know what? Uh, there's um, conduit and there's pipe.
0: I'm don't I don't want to make you paranoid, John. Um right. but I think somebody calling you and saying, "Could you do me a favor by letting me wash my sailboat in your yard?" Yeah. That feels there's some little Ricky Jay in me that says that feels a little bit like a con.
1: That's like a con like it's like a some kind of Nigerian thing like if you watch my sailboat for 2 days. Right. I'm going to like I'm gonna bestow riches on you.
0: Like you he. He says to you, "Look, I just need five minutes to urinate. Could you please watch the mizzen mast? I'm mm-hmm. thinking tomorrow you don't have any more candles. <laughs> boat's boat's gone. Candle's gone, and you're just sitting
1: there waiting for the door to knock. There's a there is strangely a part of me that woke up this morning and thought, what I need to do is is pack one suitcase and leave the rest behind." Pack one suitcase and burn this whole house down like a Norwegian funeral boat. And just back to one bag, back to one key, one key, one bag. That's, 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 that's how I woke up today. Yeah. And then I I started sorting through my coin collection and (laughs) and arranging.
0: that's the kind of (laughs) statement that eventually will appear on a government form.
1: (laughs) I arranged my 40 cowboy boots into a new pattern based on color and age i was like oh (laughs) merlin's calling soon
0: unconsciously (laughs) picking out which pair to wear when you walk over (laughs) and and a a lawyer is there he tips his hat (laughs) and he hands you a briefcase
1: full of passports (laughs) and international currency and and a glock here's your glock john (laughs) it says manchurian candidate activate (laughs) duff mckagan is the kindest He's a very kind man, Duff McKagan. I have, I, I have he's a, lot a gentle of, person. Yeah, yeah.
0: You don't want you don't want your pancreas to explode. That's no good. Careful where you meet them. I Still want to come back to REM, Gold versus Gold, and
1: oh, careful where you meet them. I'm going to write that down. That's a good lyric.
0: Um, that is pretty good. Yeah. You should use that in that uh, Sugar from Sand song. Um, I the careful when you meet them is very simple. This is very easy. All all that means is along the lines of you and your Jewess. You have to be careful that if you meet a lady at a place that you go to a lot or you meet a lady at a place place that you almost never go to and wouldn't want to go to again, either Mm -hmm. one of those can be problematic. And I think you can understand already why both of that would be the case. And I don't think people think about this. I think they meet somebody at their dive bar, maybe even, God forbid, a bartender. And then when that ends, first of all, all bartenders are crazy who are ladies.
1: Absolutely true.
0: No, no, seriously, that's not ping pong, right?
1: No, no, no. Personal experience Personal yeah. experience has indicated to me that all girl bartenders are crazy. Right, they're nutty like a box of chocolates. But that's like, I mean, the Venn diagram of girls that are crazy. Yeah. A, as far as that overlaps the Venn diagram of girls, I'm not sure. I'm not anyway, sure. Anyway,
0: um, my. I'm
1: not sure which I, is the bigger circle. I should have finished my shrimp. I think I'm having a. <laughs> I think I'm having a sugar drop. Are you? Uh, you're, you're just sitting there in front of a plate of. I have, I, have half,
0: I have half a bowl of buttery shrimp that's just w-
1: cooling. See, this is this is interesting. I fucked up. I,
0: I accidentally bought four four pounds of shrimp, and it I had, would I had never to occur it. to
1: me to eat shrimp for lunch. I not, don't think of shrimp. John Roderick, a lunch I shrimp.
0: had to. I had to because I fucked up. It was on sale. I accident. I thought I was buying two pounds. I was buying four pounds. It was a solid ice cube of shrimp. You Jeez. cannot do not refreeze shrimp. You do that once, and then you're dead.
1: One time, I was in in uh, I've had I shrimp this- three
0: ways in the last two days.
1: Mm, shrimp three-way that's one of my favorite <laughs> that, dishes that down but i, I, I hear the I was shrimp in,
0: three-way is fine
1: <laughs> i was at the Su- sundance film festival one time and here we uh, go and the people at the supermarket there <laughs> in park city had my friend
0: john wesley harding i'm not sure if you've heard of him
1: <laughs> and obviously felt like hey the film festival is coming we need to load up on giant tiger shrimp like the biggest shrimp you ever saw? Prawns. Absolutely. Is oh,
0: that, that a prawn?
1: That's those black shrimp. Sorry. Absolutely African. massive shrimp. These shrimp were as big. They were as big as a Stanley screwdriver. <laughs> and I'm walking through the supermarket. I love that bar. <laughs> I'm walking through the supermarket, and here, like over by the deli, is this pile of shrimp. It's a mountain of shrimp that they have covered in ice, sitting in the middle of the, like in the. It's not in a case. It's just like there. It's loose. Yeah, loose shrimp. And there's a guy in a white coat standing there, like, need any shrimp? And I said, yeah, that's a lot of shrimp. And he was like, we got to wait. We got so many shrimp here. And they were, they were. It sounds like, it sounds like a fever dream. <laughs> it was, was he it was dressed kinda, like a doctor. It was kind of late at night, and he was dressed like a doctor. And it might have been said, Bob. He said, he said, uh, you know, we're letting this shrimp go fire sale prices. Cause we got all, we got way more shrimp than we need. And so I bought four pounds of shrimp. I'm only there two days. I bought four pounds of shrimp and they were, I mean, they were these humongous shrimp. I went back to the, we were staying not at a hotel, but like at a, at a timeshare cabin. And it was the long winters and the presidents of the USA staying together in a, in like a timeshare cabin. And I walk in the door at one o'clock in the morning with four pounds of (laughs) tiger shrimp in a bag. And I was like, gentlemen, (laughs) I know what we're doing tonight. (laughs) And, uh, Oh, we sat and had this. It was like, Oh, it was was a, it was like a shrimp showa. We were, we were covered in shrimp, head to toe. Shrimp knocked. That is so That is so much shrimp. It was a lot of shrimp. I, don't know well, what I, le- I, was, I love
0: shrimp. You right. know what? Part of it is, is I shop too fast. I get in a hurry. I want to get home. I'm running late. I'm bad with time. I pick up four pounds of shrimp accidentally. And the thing is I, I don't like wasting food. I'm not like a pill about it, but I, I really don't like wasting food.
1: Right. I don't and so even. that's
0: why now I'm just sitting here um, just torpid from all of that. So that's the one rule is be careful where you meet them. Cause then if you meet them at the place that you don't go to a lot, well now it's like you and the introversion problem, right? Mm. Mm. Now it's going to be, which one are you going to go to? Are we going to go to shooters or flingers? Right. And and you're going to have to have that discussion. Each one has its ups and downs, Right. At least you don't have to see each other anymore.
1: It's been so long since I met a girl at a bar. I no, don't I'm saying all this all phonetically.
0: I had this, in, I had this in a little spiral bound notebook. I'm just reading this.
1: <laughs> you're saying it phonetically? You don't know what it means?
0: Even this just, right now. You're
1: just reading it. it it's just Japanese to you? <laughs> I'm literally stealing this kids in
0: the hall joke <laughs> out literally right now. And then the other thing is, <clears throat> and this is, the, this is the, the, the secret to a happy relationship and marriage in general, try to minimize the number of things that only you are allowed to be
1: right about. Oh my God. What are you talking about? I'm right about everything. Right. Yeah. How's that going? How do you, what do you mean minimize? Well, I'm not married, so I feel like I'm doing something right. That's a good point. I'm right about everything. Are you kidding me? Well, that I'm trying to be less right about everything. I think
0: everything.
1: this is, yeah. Um, I, I think this is why this is such an ideal uh,
0: relationship that we have, that I can be your Boswell um, mm. in my way, you know, because, mm. and, and you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing about Bob. Uh, here's the thing about the uh, thing. Don Rich and the Buck,
1: Here's the thing here's the, about the Buckaroos.
0: Here's the thing about all these people, and, and here's the thing. Now, if I were a better man, I would, I would have, I would have walked with my shrimp back into the, into the little man's store, and I would have said, "Listen, little man, I've I, I, I've made an error,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> Why already- are you talking like John Hodgman now? I listen, little man, I've made an error, and I would like to return half these shrimp. I'm sure you can see your way through to refunding half my money. Little man, you must listen. You-
0: no, here's the problem. Now we got the Mandarin problem too. I know how to say exactly one thing in Mandarin and I don't even say it right. I could say. Sh- 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 sh. That's all I know how to say. What does it mean? It does not mean shut up or thank you. I'm not sure. I think it's thank you. But it could mean shut up? No. No, Mandarin's got that kind of little like sibling kind of sh. sh-, sh-,
1: sh-, sh. Oh, well, it's a it's a tonal language, right? So it depends on what what your pitch is when you say it too. Yeah. Like yeah. Sh-, sh and sh, sh- could mean mm-hmm. different things.
0: Oh, absolutely. And you could be saying it like, and you're the asshole right if you do it in the wrong thing that's it's,
1: it's like the the 10 years i spent going into pho restaurants and saying i'd like a bowl of pho please and they would go huh well, how are you, you supposed say, to say it pho 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 uh, That's like the they, french they'd they look at me and just stare well, how are you supposed to say it and then it's... they would go oh pho and i would go yeah pho? that's exactly what i said and they would say <sighs> oh all right okay thanks pho
0: can i just point out that that used to be a french colony and the french are constantly always correcting people's pronunciation Yeah. so anyway I go in there if I were you or I were Bob or I were one of the buckaroos I would probably walk in there and I would say in the clearest voice that I can even though nobody uh, from Asia can ever understand what I'm saying I would say listen I've made a grave error these shrimp are still good and hard could I trade these in for maybe something more like two pounds of shrimp but now I'm sitting here and I'm literally eating my mistake yeah is that a crustacean is that it's a crustacean
1: right it's a crustacean you have more you have more shrimp than you can possibly eat and shrimp is not a type of thing that you can't like, you're not going to grind up the shrimp and put it in your spaghetti sauce. No, like, I would do that There's only weed. so many ways. Yeah. I mean, if you bought too much hamburger, forget about it. You got hamburger, you're just going to find different ways to use hamburger. This is
0: not, this is not subdivided. This is not condo shrimp. It was one large contiguous block of shrimp right. that I had to thaw and cook.
1: Right. So what you really bought was three pounds of shrimp and one pound of ice. Yeah.
0: What I'm basically saying is I'm, I'm I'm a dickless weasel, and I wish I had your certainty and ability oh. to help people, including myself. You know, I don't I don't want your fever dreams, and uh, you know, but 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 I uh, I really I admire that about you. I've, I've seen you argue with people about
1: money, and it's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I I got into a disagreement with somebody uh, here in Seattle the other day. Is that right? Yeah, if you can believe it, and mm. um and and it and I was back to the same old problem up here, which is that. And I think this is a problem nationwide now. People have have grown so accustomed to never arguing with somebody that when they begin an argument, when somebody comes to them with an argument, this is the bad words. They are so terrorized Mm -hmm. by the by the by any conflict that that in their minds, they have never had conflict with people and what they're not understanding is that they are constantly in conflict with people. It's just all being resolved so passively to no one's satisfaction. That you know that 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 everybody's just spinning their emotional wheels. Nobody is nothing is being accomplished. Everybody's just so like gentle with each other and like oh I'm oh I'm sorry did I offend you? No, did I offend you? Oh well, let's agree to disagree. Okay, well everything's fine and. Nobody's getting what they want at all, you know, but they're, but they have lost the capacity to have someone come up to them and say, excuse me, hi, um, I ordered two pounds of shrimp and I got four and I would like to return it. And, mm. and also I would like to just ask you how you thought two pounds meant four or whatever, you know, like you've got a problem. It's not just that, you know, what he would say to, to me, it. he'd say salmon on special. He'd say salmon on special. Two pounds of salmon. Yeah, but this, I'm not just talking about grocery store people. I had a, I had a disagreement. But you, but the, no,
0: and I'm not, I'm not just being ping pong. You would sit there until that was resolved, and until you, until you, to your satisfaction. But, but he had not is, only fixed but acknowledged it. That you were, you were, you were the better uh, person in this.
1: Exchange. The problem is up here, and, and my problem is that sometimes when I get, when I get uh, my panties, get your dander a bunch, up. Get your dander one the, up. One of the thing, one of my problems is that I demand an apology. Oh gosh. And I have done this many times, and it almost never. Is a good strategy, but I do it. I went into. I've told you this story. I went into the North Face store. That oh story?
0: God, the North Face is this and, the bag story? Yeah. And I might need. A,
1: I might need to pee. They were like, they were like, I. We will give you. Will we will, we will give you your uh, a new bag. You know what, John?
0: <laughs> you should. You should. You should let me pee. You start telling the story. I will go pee
1: and I will mute okay. this.
0: Also, I'm down to about half a pound of shrimp. You start telling the, the story, and and then I'm going to come back. This All is right. 1999.
1: Yeah, 1999. You go run and pee, and I'll tell the story. Yeah, and just start, start with the, the context on the room. walk and everything. No, no, no. What you look?
0: Will you talk about what you look like. We <laughs> we talk about how much you had 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 relied on their products for a very long time. <laughs> no, no, I'm dead. I'm dead serious. I all just right, need to go right. pee. I'll be back. Go ahead,
1: keep talking. All right. So anyway, in 1999, I walked from Amsterdam to Istanbul, and I I uh, in advance of the trip, I bought a. Uh, Uh, a backpack from north face because growing up in alaska i always considered north face to have the finest outdoor gear at least i thought they did back in the the early 80s so i bought this bag at north face and you know the thing about backpacks is that they always want to sell you a bigger backpack and that is the wrong way to buy a backpack you actually want to get the smallest backpack you you can because you're carrying all your shit on your bag or i mean on your back i'm sorry. Uh, so anyway i I get this backpack and i I walk from Amsterdam to istanbul and about three quarters of the way across the continent of Europe somewhere in the somewhere in the mountains of romania the um the the backpack fails like uh, the, the 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 material rips and it fails because it 's a because it 's a shitty product it's it's a it 's a poorly made thing it isn 't made to to walk across Europe. It's made to take your books to school or it's made to go on overnight trips or something. It isn't a piece of hardy gear anyway. So I have to take this backpack off and fix it with my sewing kit. And
0: I missed the beginning, John, how how far into the walk is this This is toward the end.
1: Well, so it's three quarters of the way. So I'm, so, you know, I'm I'm in the, I'm in the, I'm in the Romanian mountains and the backpack comes apart. And so the whole rest of the trip through Romania and Bulgaria and into Turkey, Every few days, I have to take this backpack off, and I'm and I have to fix it with my sewing kit. And every time I have to do it, and every day that this thing is digging into my side as I walk, I'm just building up my fury, steam. And my my beard is really long, and my eyes have become kind of crystal blue, like a wolf's, uh, like a wolf's eyes. You know, because I'm I'm in the sun all day, and and it's bleached out all the pigment in my in my face and hair. He's selling John Carter of Mars. (laughs) And I come back to Seattle at the end of this trip and I, and I save it up for a week, you know, just like I'm just cultivating my fury. And so after a week I walk down, I don't take, I'm sorry, John. you weren't
0: reflecting on the experience of having walked across a continent. You came back and got ready for exactly how you were going to handle a broken
1: backpack. I was cultivating this for a long time. I walked down and I walked into the North Face store, <clears throat> and I don't know if you've been into a North Face store, but their job now, as North as North Face sees it, their job is to sell puffy jackets to Japanese college students. <laughs> like they, they have no, they have no, their connection to the outdoors is just that they have giant pictures of people scaling mountains up on the wall of their store. But if you look around the store, it's all coeds, it's sorority girls buying puffy jackets. That's what they do. I walk in and I stand in the middle of this door and I've got, I have got—I still have leaves and sticks in my hair and, and I, I swear to you, I could cut through three inches of steel with my eyeballs. And this, this little sales girl walks over and she's like, hi, can I help you? <laughs> and I said, <clears throat> I just walked from Amsterdam to Istanbul with your shitty backpack and it broke halfway through and I was out there in the field I was like one of these guys on the mountain that like you have up here on the wall. And I trusted your gear and it let me down and I demand satisfaction. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, um, okay, well, what can we, can we, what can we do? Can we, um, do you want to return the bag? And I said, no, I don't want to return it. I don't want to return it. You're not I, getting off that easy. I demand <laughs> satisfaction. And she was like, let me call a manager. And so the guy comes over and he's like, can I help you? And I'm like, and I tell my story again in a rising voice. And he's like, well, here's what we can do. We can give you a new bag. And I was like, oh, you'll give me a new bag, but I demand satisfaction. And he was like, well, what do you want? And I was like, what I want is a refund of my money for this bag, a new bag for free and an apology. And he was like, well, We can't, we can't do that. And I started to rant. I'm standing in the store ranting. There was a time when outdoor gear was something you could stake your life on. You're hanging by a thread, hanging by a thread. And if you can't trust North Face gear, what can you trust? And, you know, these people were like really running for cover. And I stood there shaking the leaves out of my beard. <laughs> I was there all afternoon until, until I got my satisfaction. And I was threatening to, I was threatening to write an article for the New York Times. I was saying, <laughs> I was saying that I was sponsored by the That's National That's like, and the Sasquatch Society. comes in,
0: and goes, <laughs> me write mean
1: article for Northeastern paper. <laughs> me, important man. Me demand satisfaction. Anyway, I still, so I still have the, I still have the rotten bag. And I still have the new bag, and I still have my satisfaction. What was that? Eventually, apologized
0: to me. And what, how did how did, did 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 that come as? I'm sorry, you're unhappy, or did it go like? I'm sorry, we
1: fucked up. Yeah, I will not take an "I'm sorry, you're unhappy." That makes I, it twice as bad. I will, and 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 I'm sure they tried that. And they call, that a, they
0: call sh- it a big city apology.
1: And I'm sure that I started screaming at them even more. Although one time somebody gave me a big city apology, and it actually shamed me into silence. I was yelling at a at a, a concierge in a hotel in New York City. In a wheelchair, <laughs> I was yelling at them because of something. It was four o'clock in the morning. I was yelling at them on the phone, and 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 the woman the woman was from. She was like a fifty five year old woman from Ukraine or something. And <laughs> and she was she for a, for a while. She was kind of arguing with me, pushing back in this kind of Slavic way. Like, well, sir, that is just our policy, you know, this type of thing. And I was like, "What? That's a bullshit policy." and uh and and she 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 pushed back for like 3 or 4 minutes and then all of a sudden her voice dropped a register and she went i'm sorry sir you have my deepest apologies oh supplicant and i it was it was it was incredible and it stopped me in my tracks i was like oh my goodness like this woman who probably has Three advanced degrees from the Ukrainian oh astrophysics lab.
0: You know who you are? You're fat Ray Fines taking shots of people
1: walking around. That's right. Your fat right.
0: your fat shirtless Ray Fines just shooting people. Just shooting
1: people for being out of Shooting on
0: the- people and laughing, laughing and shooting.
1: And all of a sudden I was like I was deeply ashamed because she got so <sighs> she got so old world on me. Like, Yes, sir, you're <sighs> absolutely right. I know you have my deepest What apologies. did you
0: say? Did you did you give her a small town apology?
1: No, I went like <clears throat> well, all right then. So Like your fucking Clifton Webb. Okay. So, well, then, thank you. I appreciate it. And, yes, well, then I will be getting off the phone now.
0: I'm very reluctant to share a couple anecdotes that are related to this. Uh, one, I based one time uh, a, a man who had gone through our trash more times than I would like and made a mess. I basically threatened to have him deported. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, not, 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 not directly. Not directly. The, not directly I stood there and took photos of him oh. I and mean, acted like I was talking on the phone. Wow. Um, <laughs> which is nothing You're so
1: white <laughs> it's so, it's like, can i go one more there is there is no other race in the in the world or in the history of the world that would do that that is just like i hate to be racist you know there's um, no there's no room in this podcast for racism no that no that, that's such a san francisco move
0: less than a week ago here's how my conversation with somebody at a hotel desk ended do you have a bank account do you understand what it means to have a bank account? <laughs> I have the address of the Vice President of Hospitality of your owner.
1: Google me. <laughs> oh, Google me. That's a good one. That's a good one. That, you know, do, do you follow Sween on Twitter? Yep. You know who Sween is? At Sween. <laughs> Is, he's such you know where a, he's from. You know where he's from. He's from Canada. Canada.
0: He's a Canadian. They don't have money up there.
1: He's such a great Twitterer. He's very really, sweet. Very sweet I,
0: person too. I,
1: I really love his his voice or whatever, and uh, and also his wife damsel esque. Oh, she's Here's cute as a bug's ear. Yeah, she is, and uh, and she has considerably fewer followers than Swain. He has like a million and a He's half. He's been featured.
0: Often. He's been featured in that He's, Rob Corddry way, where it's like you, you get auto auto thinged, which right, I think auto-thing. was a lot of a lot of pressure. A lot of I I, I would never want that. That's a but lot. But he pressure. but
1: he he maintains he maintains a very humorous uh, persona online. I like him He's very genuinely much.
0: genuinely good natured.
1: But, good-natured. but I, I I remember some event a few months ago where Damzalesk was because it's nice to follow. It's nice to follow both members of a couple on Twitter because you can see their little relationship play out and she was, in some situ- she was in some situation where she was like do you know how many followers my husband has on Twitter? <laughs> Google him! And I just thought oh that's so good because there are, there, are there are people whose job it is to care and then there are the vast majority of people in the world who are like you yeah. what?
0: Here's the thing John and this is why you're a better man than me I mean at least you walked across Europe like I, I have, I have, I have, when I hear I'm waiting for my small town apology and my money back and my $950 back that you held on my card, mm-hmm. no offense, mm-hmm. I become a person I do not want to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, uh, I'll give you another sign. This is another sign off as long as I'm just airing all of my dirty laundry. Um, I had a call with AT&T that ended with, and you know what? A hundred and sixty thousand people are about to find out how much cock you suck. <laughs> take that, AT&T. And then I felt like you with the, uh, the Ukrainian emigre. Right.
1: You're like, oh,
0: that's not a problem. Google me. What the fuck does that even mean? Google me. This Google me. Big city apology. Careful where you meet them.
1: I, you know, there's a part of me that wants to be the most famous person that ever graduated from my high school. One of the great men. And I'm and I'm. I think I may already be, but I'm not sure about this because I don't know if is anybody. Is this one has, of those like
0: little gingerbread, like little red schoolhouse type things?
1: No, no, no. It's like two two was,
0: kids with farm accidents and a girl who's eventually
1: going to have an anorexia. Like, were you just the star th- of the show? <laughs> this is the thing about Alaska. This is the thing. This is the thing about Alaska. It, my high school had like like two thousand kids. It was a massive. Me too. Me too. In city high school, right? So I had, had
0: 600 and 666 kids in my entering freshman class.
1: For all I know, there's a Nobel laureate from my high school, and actually, I think I think there is a guy from a couple of classes ahead of me that wrote a best selling novel. Hmm. So uh, I, he may I may not he may not be f- more f- famous, yeah. but Stieg he's Larson. But he's certainly like he's not Steig Larson, but he's certainly. Uh, Accomplished. I mean, mm-hmm. there are plenty of people who, from my high school who are accomplished. I want, it, I want it to be a slam dunk. I want people to think, when they think, like, East High School in Anchorage, who graduated from there? Oh, well, there's only one name you need to know. And I'm still a long way from there. I don't know how to get there.
0: Is West High School where, I'm sorry, is West High School where Randy Rhodes played?
1: West High School is where Randy Rhodes played. And West oh, High School man. was originally Anchorage High School. There was only one. And then when they built East, the second high school... Then they renamed Anchorage. High you're Joe West. Kennedy.
0: You're Joe Kennedy. Not Joe okay. Kennedy. You're uh, you're Edward Kennedy. You're like little guy.
1: God, why can't you pick a better Kennedy for me to be? Who would you like I to mean, be? Well, I, all, think I think I'd, they've all passed. I think I'd like to be. The, Am I think I of rosemary is rosemary. I'd like to be Joe Junior. Joe Junior, who died in a uh, in a catastrophic explosion on a suicide mission, uh, uh, in a bomber over Europe. You know, how Joe Junior died, right? Like Glenn Miller. Well, no, they had, they, there was this project where they, were, they loaded up a, like a B-17 or a Lancaster full, bomber. Full or something of privileged like men. No, no, no. They loaded, the, they loaded the thing up with explosives. The entire thing was just a giant bomb. And the, and the mission was to fly it over and just, it was, like a, it was like a kamikaze airplane, except the pilot was supposed to bail out. What? He was, was going to hit the silk. Who thought this was a good idea? Well, it was though it was World War 2 they were still figuring it out. That is that is a shitty and <laughs> shameful strategy. So Joe Kennedy volunteers for this mission because he's conscious of being groomed to one day be the president of the United States. Oh, this
0: is the one who's like, I'm sorry, this is the one who's like the favorite son, right?
1: This is the oldest, yeah, the favorite son. Right, and
0: Jack's the one, Jack's got all kinds of diseases and Hodgman's
1: disease and shit, right? Jack's Jack's like, Jack's the gimp. Is that what it's called,
0: Hodgman's disease? What what do you have? Hodgkins, Hodgkins. I think he had, I think he had uh,
1: Addison. Addison? Hodgman's disease is where you grow an incongruous mustache that doesn't match your hair color. yeah. But in any case, he f- he's flying over the English Channel. He's thinking,
0: "This is gonna look. This is gonna look great." In an this election. is
1: amazing. I'm gonna bail out of this thing, and it's gonna. And I'm gonna fly this plane into a dam or something. I don't remember what the mission was. But halfway over the English Channel, they, they, you know, they're on the radio, like, "All right, so turn on the servos or flip the flip the the uh, the primer switch or something." And they flip the switch, and there's an electrical short, and the thing blows up into a billion pieces. Over the English Channel. What they and remotely? Like, they set it off remotely? No, no. They, it was an accident. They like. Oh it, no! He he flipped the wrong switch, or the or the thing had a electrical short or something. He was just getting it. He was just like getting it ready, and um and then they're like, oh, oops.
0: That's 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 awful. What what a terrible. Oh. And and do you think he knew
1: it was coming? No, I thought I think he was a Kennedy. I think he was like, ha ha, uh, on guard. Uh, slim Pickens. And uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <sighs> And he was, you know, he was ready to, uh, he was ready to, he thought he was going to be back in London the next night getting toasted in the Mayfair. That's miserable. Yeah, And instead, he's vaporized. And then Jack was like, hmm, oops, me? Who, me? Hmm.
0: And he got over his Hodgman's disease and pulled people uh, on a leather strap, pulled them to the ground. No, is that, did that definitely actually, happen? Did that really happen? Have,
1: I have a model of PT-109 right here in the room with me that uh, that I've had since I was a kid.
0: Like un- un- unsunk?
1: PT 109. Yeah, unsunk PT Must 109. Seems a little
0: optimistic. Wouldn't, you, wouldn't it be more appropriate to have the one that went down?
1: Well, actually, this one, I played with it so hard mm-hmm. as a kid that it actually would not float now. It is, it, 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 it's, more, it's closer to the wrecked PT 109. You've drained
0: uh, it of its buoyancy.
1: I have. I've taken its buoyancy. It's a, it's now it's now a, a, a replica. It's a replica of the of the one on the bottom of the ocean. From W H Y Y in Philadelphia, Terry
0: Gross. This is fresh air. Fresh air. Careful where you meet him. I like Big City Apology a lot.
1: I, I hate <sighs> these fucking shrimp. Yeah, you've got like the next couple of days. Oh wow, my uh, friend. Oh just... God, they're getting they're getting. Oh God, are, you, are they getting spongy? They got spongy. My uh, my God, friend just on. sent me a text uh, with a picture of its sailboat here.
0: Oh, you better get going. Pretty you gotta nice. get ready.
1: It looks like a fixed keel fiberglass twenty one footer. They went with a fixed keel. I'm just saying I'm just saying that hmm. like first first blush here. I'm gonna say twenty one feet. Oh, you, can, nice you
0: can eyeball that you can eyeball that from a text message. Yeah, I think you could you could overnight on this boat. Women women love a fixed keel, in my in my experience.
1: They certainly do. Although again, I don't know mm-hmm. what women want. Here's the thing about women. <laughs> Here's the thing. Have you decided what boots you're wearing? Uh I'm you know, I think today I'm gonna wear some I'm gonna wear some work boots. Uh not some <laughs> dress boots. Because I've got I some...
0: suddenly had a flash of you basically being an extremely heterosexual <laughs> version of the village people. <laughs> <laughs> I it's think today today I'm gonna go construction
1: worker. <laughs> I'm going construction worker today because the other day I was walking out of my house and I saw the the moles.
0: You got moles. Moles. you got moles.
1: I got moles, Ugh. and and I've been I've been fighting the moles for years, and and the moles and I kind of had a truce. Like, all right, I understand there are moles in the ground. You had mole detente. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not going to be one of those people who's out here obsessed with the moles, <laughs> but I'm also not going to let moles just pile dirt up of their own accord. You know, like if 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 I see mole dirt, I'm going to go jump on it, and in that way, they are going to know that. Like that, I'm aware that they're there and they need to keep a low profile. But I went out the other day. <laughs> and they had you don't they, run up any moles. They had piled. They had built like they had built a, a chicken itza mound in my front yard. Uh, that was like what does that the, mean? The, the, the ch- ch- chicken itza, right? Chichen Itza, the the Mayan temple in the in the uh, in the uh, your mole's made of mine. They made a Mayan temple. They, they they made a they made a devil's tower. Oh god! They're, they're out there with a fork and mashed potatoes, making this big thing in my front yard. And I was like, "That's you your, but bastards. that's your, that's that's your Sudan land." That's when you said this is a line that you will not cross. You said you've you got to be fucking kidding me!
0: You're building a temple. You're building a mole temple. You, yeah, you're supposed to keep a low profile. This is keep a low
1: profile. Like we have we had an agreement. Like you guys, I I wasn't going to come out here with like mole traps, but you you can't just like. Colonize my front yard, so I have to go out there in my boots and really let them know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'm maybe I'm going to stick a hose down and drown them out. Or here's the thing know.
0: about moles: you should dress as an Indian. Hmm.
1: Okay.
0: Hmm. Like Philippe. Is that his name, Philippe?
1: Philippe. Isn't Are we talking Indian- about
0: Caddyshack now? No, <laughs> sorry. I think I think i uh, think it out there on Briar. Uh, isn't Philippe the Indian? Wasn't that his name? I'm not sure that Philippe is an Indian name. That's not my point. I think Glenn, Glenn was Glenn. Now, Glenn Hughes. Now, was he a guitarist or was he the leather man? Oh, we're, we're talking about village people. Yes, John.
1: I, of all the, the headgear... Here's the thing about the <laughs> village people. Of all the headgear that I have here, an Indian headdress is one that I'm lacking. Yeah. You know, for a long time, I went through this phase where I, where, where I would be dating a girl and I would, you know, there's a certain moment. You have to wait for the moment to ask the girl you're dating, to dress like Pocahontas, you can't do that like first date. You can't even do that. It's not even in the first month. But at a certain <laughs> point, you kind of sneak it into conversation, like, "Oh, have you isn't ever- it? Isn't it funny how some people like to dress up as Pocahontas? Hey, have you ever Have you ever thought about dressing up for Halloween as Pocahontas, or for not Halloween? <laughs> and uh, and you know, and, and uh, <laughs> some some girls are more game than others. Some like Sacagawea. But but as time went on, I realized that. I didn't it wasn't really about Pocahontas mm-hmm. the, the historical character. It was not it was not a role playing thing. Yeah. I just like loincloths. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't have to go to this whole like Pocahontas thing.